Well, hello there, music teacher friends. <laughs> I would like to welcome you to episode number 72 of the Beyond Measure podcast. My name is Christina Whitlock, and I hang out here in your favorite podcasting app as your anytime piano teacher friend. I want to give a special shout out to any of my new friends listening from the MTNA National Conference. I enjoyed connecting with so many new colleagues during last week's virtual conference. So if that includes you, hooray! Thanks for listening. Speaking of last week, you may remember how I shared my great disappointment in submitting what I felt was a subpar session for the MTNA National Conference. Well, I'm here to confess, it turns out it wasn't that bad. <laughs> now, it was far from perfect, but I don't think presentations ever are quite perfect. Am I right? There's always some kind of information you could have swapped out with something else, or there's always something you could have explained more clearly. But I also know that there are many, 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 many of us in this profession who struggle with perfectionism. <laughs> it stems from a place that allowed us to become successful in a very competitive industry. But still, it's hurting all of us, <laughs> like from the inside out. My hope is that we are going to teach the up-and-coming generations of musicians that there are so many more important things than being perfect. You've probably heard that phrase, you know, the perfect is the enemy of the good. That is a conglomeration of ideas from Voltaire, Confucius, Shakespeare, and many others. This, of course, means that we all too often fail to share what is good because we are trying too hard to be perfect. Sheryl Sandberg is quoted as saying, done is better than perfect. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? <laughs> done is better than perfect. Now, I have to admit, I like that sentiment, but I also really struggle with the idea of willfully accepting less than my very best. But I'm coming to realize that it's really just a balance. It's kind of like how we have some students who we have to beg to play slower, <laughs> yet we also have a handful of students who we have to remind to play faster, right? <laughs> Perhaps it's just one of those things where those of us with a propensity towards perfection, we need to hear these messages like, done is better than perfect. <laughs> so, Anyway, in honor of my lifelong struggle with perfectionism, I thought I would talk today about five things that are better than perfection. <laughs> Side note, I am totally cringing as I say that word because I just remembered how in fifth grade there was a boy who liked to pick on me a little bit and his nickname for me was Perfection. Um, he was very frustrated by me and the fact that I always got such good grades and he would make fun of me relentlessly, oddly enough, 
by calling me perfection. (laughs) Go figure that one out. But uh, anyway, flashback. So we all know, like deep within our hearts, that there are so many things better than being perfect. I mean, I know it deep inside my bones, but it doesn't keep me from stumbling over that roadblock of perfect expectations from time to time. (laughs) Last week's episode is a perfect example of that. (laughs) Do you want to know something that's better than being perfect? Being consistent. (laughs) Consistency is so much better than perfection. Aren't consistent students some of our very favorites? I mean, those students who are consistent with their lesson attendance, (laughs) consistent with their practice routines. You know, consistence breeds reliability, and reliability is good stuff, friends. I can't tell you enough. Reward your students for their consistency. Call it out and make good behavior known. (laughs) Because as James Clear reminded us in his book, Atomic Habits, never miss twice. You know, it's not missing a target one time that throws us off track. It's missing it twice. Never miss twice. By the same token, I want you to give yourself some slack today, all right? (laughs) Give yourself a break from all the things that you think you should be doing in your lessons. You may know this, but I work as a consultant with independent studio teachers all around the country, or really all over the world for that matter, and so often when I get contacted by these teachers, the first thing they give me is a list of all these things they feel like they should be doing in their lessons. And most of the time, they're great ambitions, but it all falls to our motivations. On one hand, it's great to want to do your job better. You know, I think that that's amazing. (laughs) It's something I strive for myself. But The best thing we can do at the end of the day is be consistent with our students, consistently present, consistently supportive, consistently challenging, consistently creative. And I mean, I'm telling you, consistency is better than perfection. Here's something else better than perfect. Progress. (laughs) Progress is way better than perfection. Most of us in the teaching profession, and I mean, whether that's music teaching or anything else, most of us are completely in love with seeing progress. Am I right? (laughs) We love seeing the light bulbs go off above our students' heads. We love looking back at old recital videos and seeing how far our students have come. We love seeing confidence develop with progress. (laughs) For so many of us, these are the things that keep us going in this line of work. Am I right? Progress is not perfection. It's a sign of growth, which in my book makes it way better. (laughs) I'll give you another something that's better than being perfect. Being sincere. Oh yeah, I went there. (laughs) Who wants to be friends with someone who seems so perfect all the time? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) 
but surrounding myself with people who are sincere in their intentions, whose motivations I can trust, yeah, sign me up for those people. (laughs) It's why you and I are friends after all, right? (laughs) Seriously, I try to share my past teaching mistakes pretty readily here on this podcast. And I would be lying if I acted like I wasn't kind of nervous about it sometimes. (laughs) It's really vulnerable to tell stories on the internet about how many times I've made the wrong call, (laughs) or when I tell you what a nervous, over-analytical mess I am most of the time. (laughs) I'm sure there are coaches out there who would probably advise me to give a more polished presentation, you know, to choose my words more carefully sometimes. And sure, there's room for that to grow and develop. But what matters the very most to me, especially here in this space, is to show up exactly how I am with clear intentions and to do my best to cheerlead us all along the way. I've said it a million times. I have zero interest in competition with other music teachers. I really am rooting for all of us, and I hope that's evident here. All right, I'll give you something else better than perfection. What about heart? We all know this one too, right? What's that famous Beethoven quote that everyone shares online all the time? Like, to play a wrong note is insignificant, but to play without passion is inexcusable, right? (laughs) We hear this as musicians all the time. I was coaching a student through Chopin's G minor ballade last year, and I just kept telling him, you haven't felt enough pain in your life to yet understand this. (laughs) But... Even outside the studio, a good heart trumps a whole bunch of things, friends. It certainly ranks over perfection in my book. Okay, I'm going to give you one more thing that tops perfection, and it's kind of my be-all, end-all, really. It's honesty. Just think about this for a second, okay? How many deceptions or half-truths are born out of fear from being seen as less than perfect. I mean, I can think of a thousand examples of times where well-intentioned people get panicky and speak untruths because they are being afraid of being, like, found out. (laughs) Does this ever play out in your own life? Do you answer honestly when someone asks you how many students you're teaching right now? Do you worry about trying to appear more knowledgeable than you really are in front of, say, your studio families? Do you act like your house is always tidy and put together even though you secretly just spent 14 hours straight cleaning it up for a dinner party? (laughs) Are you a chronic excuse maker? I hate excuses even though I know the pull to make them all too well. Here's the thing. Honest is better than perfect. And the sooner our world, especially the online world, realizes it, the better off we're all going to be. 
I mean, I would much rather a student be honest with me about his practice time that week than to try to give me a false impression of how much he did, right? I mean, we all see through that anyway. (laughs) And there you have it, friends. My five things that are infinitely better than perfection in my book. (laughs) Consistency, progress, sincerity, heart, and honesty. I'm curious if there's anything else you would put on that list. So if you have something, I would love for you to leave me a voicemail. You can click on the details for this episode wherever you are listening, and you will find a link in the show notes to leave me a voice message. It would be so fun to hear from you. And while you contemplate what is better than perfection in your book, I will leave us with a toast. (laughs) Raise your glasses with me, everyone. (laughs) Music teacher friends of the world, today I am encouraging you to continue your journey of letting go of perfection. High standards can be helpful in a lot of scenarios, but they are never as important as consistency, or progress, or sincerity, or heart, or honesty. May these five qualities guide you in your decisions this week. May they guide your teaching, and may your students take note of the way that you are prioritizing those goals. After all, we know our influence includes far more than music, right? (laughs) Cheers to you, my very well-rounded teacher friends. Hear, hear. All right, episode 72 is a wrap. And, oh, by the way, if no one has told you yet today, I think you are doing really great work. (laughs) Fun update here. Since I've decided that my MTNA session was significantly better than I'd remembered it being, I decided to offer it up on my Patreon channel this month as the April bonus content. So, if you are curious about my session on anxiety in the studio, and that includes anxious students as well as their anxious teachers, (laughs) you will find that uploaded to the Patreon channel this month. As a reminder, $13 buys you that content, plus an exclusive invite to the best Zoom chat on the internet at the end of the month. My Patreon subscribers also do get a 15% discount on consultation services with me. So if your studio policies are in need of a revamp and you would like someone to help you work through that process, be sure to hit me up. You can find all of that information at patreon.com slash beyondmeasurepodcast, or just look at the link in the show notes. And if nothing else, just send me an email. Questions can always be directed to me there, and you can write me at beyondmeasurepodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. I love, 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 love hearing from all of my listeners. So, yeah. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you'll come back and join me again next week. 
Sharing these episodes with your teacher friends is the ultimate compliment, so feel free to pass this episode along to your favorite perfectionists. (laughs) Don't forget to leave me a voicemail with what you think is better than perfect. That's all for now, friends. Onward and upward to more balanced days. (laughs) Take great care of yourselves.